Hey guys, this is Thomas from Camelot. This is Charlotte from Delane. Hi, this is Heather Michelle from Grave Shadow. This is Alex from Lee's Eyes. Hi, this is Ida from Trisphere, and you are listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. Metal fans, the Great Metal Debate is back with another incredible metal artist interview. Today we're joined by Meryl Betchtold from Dutch Melodic Death Metalers, Purest of Pain. Meryl, thanks so much for joining us on the Great Metal Debate. Yeah, cool. Thank you very much uh, as well. Well, let's begin with you. Since we haven't had you on the podcast before, if we could get a little background. When did you begin to play guitar and did you grow up in a musical household? Um, well, I I started playing the guitar around my 15th, I think. But before that, I uh, played uh, piano for 10 years, like when from till I was 12 years old. And um, even though my parents aren't, you know, I, I'm not from a yeah, musical family, but they put me on piano lessons just, you know, for the, you know, I say the all-round education. And uh, they thought it was important, though, to to. Uh, yeah, well, grew, grow up with it. So, um, yeah, and I have really sweet parents. And at that point, did you foresee that you would get into music as a profession? Um, well, to be honest, yes, actually, because, um, you know, like, when, when I discovered metal music, and I just, you know, like, I kind of picked up the guitar around the same time that I, you know, was going to, yeah, to metal concerts. And I was like, yeah, like, I want to do this too. And it was, it was never a hobby for me. It was always an ambition. And it's still the same way. I just, you know, like, I love playing music and especially playing with bands. And, um, you know, I, I want to, you know, like, uh, yeah, do as much as possible. So yeah, it's like, a, it's a, it's a way of living for me. And so how did the band Purest of Pain begin? Um, well, you know, this was actually like 10 years ago. Um, I met one of my, uh, one of my, the, actually the vocalist on a concert where we're going to this underground melodic death metal bands, Norder, I don't know if you know the band from, I, th- I believe, Finland. And, well, I met him and he became my best friend and we were, you know, we were going to a lot of concerts together after that and I was like, uh, I, he told me that he actually just started to learn grunting and I was like oh I just actually picked up the guitar and um, I have this crazy idea and I want to start like a melodic death metal band ish like I just want to start a band actually and you know it really started off as like a yeah like a you know friendship band and then I met like other people at concerts as well like the drummer and the bass player and this is actually how it started off, and we were doing this for like two years or something. We 
were like practicing in this really cool, like oh yeah, cool, a little bit like super underground, you know, rehearsal studios. And of course, like um, yeah, we always when we practiced, we had like mosh pits, and everybody came out, and this was actually probably the most fun times. Uh, I, I believe, like, you know, we started it really off as this, you know, young kids playing metal and, you know, it was, it was super much fun. And after that, um, yeah, we actually started supporting bigger bands pretty soon. We supported um, Suicide Silence and Opath and, yeah, like Attack Attack. And this was like a few years later and this was all in the Netherlands as well. And yeah, this is actually you know how things were uh, growing. That's very exciting and, and actually an innovative way to garner fans and get the word out by turning your practice into an actual mini concert where people come and hang out and uh, mosh together. Yeah, that was super much fun. And then, how easy or difficult was it to get those first local support slots opening for? bigger touring acts, that obviously must have provided a lot of exposure for you that you didn't have before. Yeah, um, you, know, uh, you know, like this is, as well, this is our first album that we released. So we we actually released an EP in 2011 that helped a bit, even though it was uh, pretty bad yeah, quality. But it kind of, like, the I think the, the first, like, big, biggest uh, slots we had was with Unearth. Oh, the American uh, metalcore band, and this was because we won a local band uh, co uh, contest, like all kinds of music, and we were the only metal band, and we won uh, twice actually because it was uh, actually only uh, yeah, it was actually supposed to be one contest, but then they did four, and of all those, there was a final, and we won the final, and as well and. This was one of the, how do you say, like one of the, how do you call that, awards, or like not awards, but prizes. So we were uh, we were able to open for Unearth, and after that we did the EP, and that really kind of helped us, um, you know, opening for those, yeah, like touring big touring bands, and yeah, it really gave us some exposure really did that's exciting well before we talk about the album uh, tell me a little bit more about the other current band members you talked a little bit about the vocalists but what what are those other band members bring to the table musically um yeah they're they're really cool guys and well you, let's start like frank the bass player he um is together with me we're the original members He's there from the, yeah well since the beginning and he's a really great guy and he also designed the artwork and yeah he's super cool on stage uh, has always like really cool moves and he likes it like more uh, like more modern hardcore bands at the ghost inside and Michael the guitar player he he plays also in a band now called Fennerheims like this pagan metal. And he's a really funny guy, and he wrote the EMDR song, and he also did uh, two solos on the album. I think two really good so solos. And, and then Joey, the drummer, he's um, an excellent drummer. Uh, he also went 
because I also play in D-Lane and I actually, um, how do you say, um, uh, like because the, our drummer of D-Lane, he left. So we needed a drummer for South America. And I said like, well, I know this guy, Joey, and he's a really great drummer. And I believe I am totally sure that he can do this. And he, and also in the studio, he's a really, really good drummer and, um, and also very young. I think he's 21, 22. And, and, oh yeah, and JDK, the vocalist, he actually also recently started his black metal band, uh, Templist, and he is a really intelligent guy and he really put some thought in the lyrics and he wrote really, really great lines, I think, on the album and he did an excellent job. So, uh, yeah, I'm all up. I'm proud on uh, everybody. And it seems that each of you, uh, when you look at the different projects you're in, other than Purest of Pain, are bringing some different things to the table, coming from genres as different as uh, pagan metal, black metal, and symphonic metal. Um, yeah, even though the, the, the writing of the music was a very lonely process because um, Michael wrote EMDR, but I wrote all the other all the other tracks. But it was the um, there, there's especially a big variety because um, the album is written in like six years or something. So, like I wrote two or three songs a year, and of course, you know, I listen to different bands, and you know, like I think the the older songs have probably uh, yeah, uh, you can kind of hear, you know, the difference between the older and the newer songs as well. But um, yeah, and um, I think Jasper really, compared to the old vocalist, really made a makes a big difference because, you know, like when we when we had like this, I think, kind of big change with members, um, you know, like when when, you know, we started this band, it was based on friendship. And later it was based on, you know, music qualities and skills. So, and motivation. So I think that, you know, with like the current members, um, yeah, everybody like put his, yeah, his, uh, element in there, you know, and, um, yeah, I think because of them, it, you know, it sounds way better than the, than the old stuff. Well, let's talk specifically about that new album, Solipsis, uh, due out uh, to be released on March 1st. Again, you've talked about how many years it was in the making. H how exciting is it for you to finally have those years of work come to fruition? Well, super, super exciting. I I'm, I'm actually feel really relieved as well because the process was really long and painful. We worked like... It cost us around like seven years actually to get it done um, because, you know, we work the other way around. We usually a band, um, you know, gets a budget from a label or whatever or, you know, invest. And then they're doing the album, now write, record and then tour. And we did it the other way around. We, we played a lot of shows and this is how we got the budget together. Uh, after like so many years because and we were able to to do this this way even though we had to be really creative with the with the budget so we did uh, do a lot uh, by ourselves but it's it's really relieving because yeah we were we were really struggling because of you know of uh, also because of experience and time pressure because I'm also you know touring with 
with other bands and it was kind of really hard to to get it done and to but yeah really really had to push it but like in the end we are all, all all super happy with the result and we think it um you know yeah we we couldn't have done much better i think and another thing that has to make you very fulfilled is you all reached out to fans. You had an Indiegogo campaign, and yeah. it sounds like they really stepped up and helped you all out in a big way. Yeah, they did, and it, it's actually amazing that um, yeah, like the like when when we started doing this, like this Indiegogo campaign, I think half of the band didn't agree actually uh, doing this, but. Like I was, uh, you know, like because we had no idea what to expect, and we, like most most of us, thought it would like fail completely, but it didn't. It, it it was actually the opposite, and the response of everybody, on you know, on social media and on on email and all these kinds of things was so incredible, and every they they were so supportive, and I really really like yeah. I couldn't believe that this was actually happening. And yeah, I was really, really nervous uh, about this Indiegogo campaign, but it was a really a true amazing experience. And it really opened my eyes as well for the future, because this means that for a next album, you know, you don't have to play, you know, six or seven years to fund a budget. You can now actually work the other way around. You know, if you... Um, because you know, and and maybe you can even do cooler stuff. Because then you can, like, when you have a budget, uh, then you can, you know, kind of maybe maybe book more studio days, or you know, because you have, yeah, a better better like view on on that. And also, I think what was really really cool is the um, interaction with with the fans and with the contributors and. Yeah, it was was really cool. It was really cool to have like yeah to to experience it, and I'm really really grateful for uh, for the support. So cool to see fans step up and and help out in that way and and be invested. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that that's super super awesome. So let's talk a little bit more about the album. When I listen to it, I hear such a variety of influences. I mean, someone might listen to one song on the album and have one take on what you guys are doing and say, oh, this is a metalcore band, and then another song and say, oh, these, this this band must be from Norway, the way they're, they're playing, that sort of, uh, or Gothenburg. It, when you listen to it, do you think that there is yet a purest of pain sound or do you think that's still evolving and maybe will take another couple of albums to, to develop that consistency of sound oh i think um it has a purest of pain sound um but indeed the songs have a big variety because it's you know it took so many years to 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 actually complete the album because you know only two three songs a year and i think that that's what what yeah, brought a lot of variety, but also, of course, you know, as a songwriter, um, I, you know, pro progressed, and I'm sure that you know, if if I'm going to make a next album, that I would change a few things, and maybe will maybe sound, yeah, make it sound maybe a little bit um, uh, better, better songwriting, but I think you know, like it, it really has a, 
clear sound because of the I think the consistency consistency of the yeah of the production as well like the drum sounds and the guitar sound and the vocals and because I kind of use always the same the same kind of like things like chords that I really like and progressions and yeah and the 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 ambient in the in the songs the production quality is is very good i i, I can hear all the instruments clearly it's heavy it's uh, i don't want to do an album review here but it's it's well worth listening to people should anticipate a high production quality when they listen to this album yeah yeah and that's also personally what i really love when i listen to music myself is i'm really really interested in in productions and I think it's you know it's cool when an album has like or a band but mostly an album has like a particular kind of sound to it and I think that that really 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 um how do you say yeah did that and and because of the you know the mixing the engineers mixing engineers really really did a good job we also recorded the drums and did uh or spent six days on reamping the guitars in the studio, I really put a lot of thought in how this, you know, the sound of the album, and they really, really listened very, very well, and they really, really did an amazing job on that. Yeah. Now you released the song Terra Nil as a single in advance of the album. What about that track stood out to the band as that you wanted to get that out there for folks to hear? Um, no, I think like this. This is our, I think, like all one of our favorite songs. And that's because of this is the only song that there are guest vocals on by, by Sam CA. And also because, you know, kind of the, the groove of the song and the vibe of the, you know, like the ambient, the chorus is really big. And it's a kind of aggressive, laid back, very melodic song. And... Yeah, and I think the the outro came together in yeah like during the studio sessions, and I think you know it kind of has a lot of I don't know like um, yeah like a like a cool flow to it, and uh, Jasper like JDK really did a really good job on the lyrics as well, and um, and uh, Joey's drum work is exceptional. So um, yeah, I think this is all like kind of kind of our favorite song. It's definitely a good one. Now you mentioned in passing the album artwork earlier, uh, which is basically a, a single eye. Is there some meaning behind that? And if you don't mind me asking, is that eye the mem- uh, someone's eye in particular? Is that like a band member's eye? It's all all of us combined. Like everybody has their own slice. So we did. Uh, like a session with a really good, really good photographer, uh, Jimmy Israel, and he made pictures of our iris. And actually, if you look at the artwork, it's a slice of each member's eye, like iris. And and in the booklet, you haven't seen that, but instead of like a band member, a picture of a band member, we have like the complete eye of uh, iris of a band member. Uh, because you know it's a very you know every eye like iris is um unique and very personal 
So I thought it was like a you know a cool touch to the album and you know as well the the album title. That is cool. That's a, that's a neat idea and uh, and it kind of provides some really makes it personal for you guys and uh, I love album artwork. Oh, thank you very much. Ranging out just a little bit, you're also involved with the bands Delane, you mentioned that earlier, Mayan, who I, I think are incredible, uh, and Nick Van Heersbergen's project, The Gentle Storm. And, and you talked yeah. a little earlier about that you're kind of driven to, to do a lot of things. What, what, what provides that drive to be part of so many different projects, and, and what do you get out of that? Oh, well, actually, yeah, it kind of all, you know, happens. And, um, well, first, I like many years ago, like we we supported Delane and Mayon with uh, with Purest of Pain, and when I was in contact with Delane about you know Purest of Pain being support, um, they asked me to like do a, do a show with them, and that connection kind of like disappeared, but came back later later a few years later. Uh, when they asked me to to replace Timo the like the other guitar player for um, yeah for a tour with Sabaton, which was a really really cool tour, but in in between that time I got an email from like from Mayan because where we supported Mayan with Pierce of Pain and I hang around with with uh, Isaac the guitar like the part like previous guitar player and who was also the guitar player of Epica and we just hang around and you know checking out some guitar things and he actually checked out our whole show and when he left Mayan he said to the guys of Mayan like uh, well you should check her out um, because uh, yeah, I, I believe that she can do this and that she you know will be like, super motivated and uh, so so I got this email to, you know, to join them for a few shows. And I was super happy about that. And I, of course, said yes. And I did it. And it was super awesome. And they're really, really great guys and musicians. And we're currently working on a new album. And, or, like, that will be released as well. I think this year, if I'm right. And, yeah, and then... I was, I met Annika somewhere at a concert and she said like, hey, like I, I, you're Meryl, right? And, you know, can I have your, your address, email, whatever? And I said like, yeah. That has to be neat just yeah. to be recognized by a neck like that. Yeah, it was super cool. And she's amazing and an amazing singer as well. And, you know, like she asked me, and of course I I said yes, and then Delane kind of came at the same time, like or like shortly after that. So it was kind of a little bit hectic, uh, but it was like a lot of uh, you know, it was really challenging as well to do all those all those bands at the same time. So I was like in four bands, and I also did a like a double tour with the Gentle Storm and Delane, which was totally crazy, and. Uh, but you know, like I, I really love to to play, you know, to play metal and play guitar and play with such amazing musicians and great people. And um, but you know, like releasing this Pure Spain album is like more special because now I can finally like share my, you know, like my own like band and and music, so and guitar work, so yeah. 
and it brings to mind another question. I mean, we've had a number of Dutch artists on the podcast before. Uh, Diane from Ex Libris, Sam from Cerebral Bore. Well, we've had your bandmate Charlotte from Delane. It just from the outside, it seems that the Netherlands is just such a hotbed of great music and musicians. What, what's the scene like there, and what what is is there some magic there that results in so many great bands? Uh, I think this is funny because this is actually how I see you know Sweden, you know having all these great bands and artists. But I think Netherlands indeed is 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 really big in um, you know like, like symphonic metal. Uh, you have so many like bands who are doing really well you know outside uh, the borders. And, uh, you know, yeah, Epica with Intation, of course, Delane and Annika von Giersbeck and now with Fear. You know, like, they're, they're, yeah, I don't know, like, it's, yeah, I think it's um, kind of popular than, yeah, I don't know, uh, yeah. Maybe hard to say that about where you where you live. It probably seems pretty normal. That's, that's your home country and, and what's normal to you, so. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know, because... Um, like music industry is a little it's a little bit weird, especially in the Netherlands. Metal is like not big, like within like the metal like within the Netherlands. Only the yeah the people who like the music and who you know follow the music. So in like mainstream, you will never hear a, a metal band playing or never re like really read a lot about it in the newspapers or the news or whatever. So it's it's kind of you know, like, big in the underground, I think, but not in the country itself. I think that's the case in many countries throughout the world. Yeah. Beginning to wrap up with you today, uh, what are the band's plans following the release of Solipsis on March 1st? Well, we actually have no shows planned because we completely want to focus just, like, on the on the release of the album. And we're actually going to release a single, a new single, on Friday. This Friday, and then you know, like the the album will be released the first of March, and after that, we're also going to release a video clip we recently did, and that will be like my favorite song of the album, Vessels. So I'm really, really, uh, you know, like excited to release the album and completely focus on that. And also, I'm going to to do some playthroughs on YouTube, on my personal YouTube channel, and probably a few lessons as well. Finally, Meryl, how can fans learn more about Purest of Pain, and where can they go to purchase merchandise from the band, including the new album, Solipsis? Well, like, I, if you're interested in, in melodic metal, and if you're like Scandinavian metal, indeed, like, you know, Gothenburg sound, and but then this is with a modern twist. So if you like that, you know, the kind of music and you should check it out and you can check it out on Facebook, you know, Facebook and Instagram and our official website, purestofpain.com. And you can, you know, check out like some previews and, you know, if you're interested and want to support us, then you can, you know, purchase the album pre-order or order whatever you want on the website. I think this, uh, you know, like if you're if you're interested to like into maybe um, you know my stories and tours and adventures as well, you can also check out my personal website and Facebook, which is MerylBechtel.com, or you know Facebook, Instagram. So. Um, and I want to encourage our listeners to do just that. I've heard this album, Solipsis, 
by Pierce the Pain. Uh, an amazing array, 14 songs on there, uh, a lot of variety. If you enjoy metalcore, if you enjoy melodic death metal, if you like any type of melodic metal, you're going to find something to enjoy on this album. I encourage you to purchase it. Uh, Merrill, thanks again for your time and best of luck going forward. Yeah, thanks and thanks for the nice, uh, for the kind words and thank you for the, you know, for this interview as well.